You want to play? How do you feel about this acting challenge? I am playing a token, token queen. Oh, she tokes uh, <laughs> the marijuana. Have you ever smoked weed before? Hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name's Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's Jamal again. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to full coverage of everything that is RuPaul's Drag Race. We are today talking about season 13, episode three or four. And... (laughs) One of those. We're, we're, you know, just getting started here. This should really be episode one. But um, <laughs> yeah, we are back to discuss this episode. And today we have a very special guest with us to help recap the episode. We have Melissa from the Drunk Dish podcast. Welcome, Melissa. That's me. Thank you. I'm super excited. I like barely anyone I know watches Drag Race, so I just talk about it constantly to just like brick walls. So I'm super. super <laughs> yes, Melissa is uh, one of our old friends from, uh, you know, meeting on Twitter. Of course, you know, we met her early on in our um, Drag Race uh, podcast birth or whatever <laughs> on, our, on our journey. Yeah, podcast no, birth. You guys are why I uh, or y'all are why I started watching Drag Race. So. Oh, oh wow. wow. Thank you for that. I had never I'll... seen any of it. And I was like, I gotta watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like they're having fun. I should watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds great. Oh, that's yes. lovely to hear because um, of course I became a fast fan of your podcast as well. And I try not to miss an episode. <laughs> Which is saying something because our episodes tend to be a little bit long. We've cut them down though recently. So <laughs> yeah. I, I do enjoy their their podcast and I like seeing which uh, drink is going to be made like they always have really great pictures of the drinks that they're on that they're like uh, making on each episode and it's just always a fun time the chemistry there's uh, two other hosts there and I think we we're going to try and figure out how to align our schedules to go on their shows coming up here shortly so stay tuned for that announcement but um but yeah their their chemistry between all the three hosts are really nice and we just like I mean it's just fun interacting with all of them on Twitter Mm-hmm. Very much so. Thank you. Yes, they're my yes. they're my Judies, as we would say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you want to um, maybe tell the the listeners a little bit about your show in case they haven't listened or anything like that? Of course. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, Drunk Dish, as you said, it's me and my two besties, uh, Kate and Amy. In every episode, we dive into a part of food history. So mm-hmm. we start out with a food related question that we discuss. Um, and then we move on to a specific cocktail that I will make. I'll give the recipe for it, talk a little bit about the history. And then Amy takes over and talks about the history of food. It almost always ends up being political because everything (laughs) is political. Um, so sometimes we try and keep it light, but there's always just like a touch of fascism in pretty much every episode we do. Um, Oh yeah. Keep the the listeners woke. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely not safe for work. 
Um, once we've had a couple drinks, let me tell you, there's no stopping the words that are coming out of our mouth. So just keep that in mind. It's um, so true. And I appreciate all the shade on your show. Like all of you are shade masters. I don't know if you know. Yes. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to have to listen because I love shade masters. <laughs> yeah. Stoney's Stoney's like still new to listening to podcasts, I think. <laughs> No, I am. I just, I have a hard time like listening at work now because like, it's like a music, I have a hard time like thinking and listening to like podcasts. So yes, Hmm. I, so the pandemic, because you know, we're still in that fucking thing, um, (laughs) has made it so that I work from home now. And I used to listen to all my podcasts on my commute. Mm -hmm. Now I'm working from home. And I find that if I'm listening to a podcast and working at the same time, I completely miss Yep. like yep. everything so I have to like give specific time to the podcast so totally. uh, uh, thanks for coming is definitely one of them so I mean I feel like you should feel pretty special because I only get to listen to like two podcasts a week uh, <laughs> yes we do feel special for that I do I don't take that for granted yes now I know I have to put them in my rotation so yeah don't be rude <laughs> I'll make sure it happens. Well, if you well, listen to the early episodes, I completely messed up the audio. Just FYI, <laughs> we were only recording on my laptop and I didn't know for like six episodes. Oh my gosh. Been so there. Start, start at the new ones and then work your way back. Right. That way, when you get to the bad ones, you'll already love us and it'll be fine. I understand. Yeah. Ours was a little <laughs> shaky too in the beginning, like at least on Jamal and I's end. <laughs> yeah. I forget. Technology. Yeah. Oh, because they had the mic where you were. I don't know. I forget. Had, like, that was a long time snowball. ago. Like, it was this... a snowball. Like you just sit it in the middle of the table and hope for the best. That's supposed mm-hmm. to catch both of you, but and it was like a little echoey because we were like in a like a kind of an enclosed dining room. So yeah, yeah. Joys but of we've... podcasting. <laughs> we've evolved. You know, we've evolved. <laughs> All of us. You, you mm-hmm. know. That's we all right. learn along the way. So happy you're all still here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thanks, Melissa, for joining us today. I'm excited. Same. Yes. I think she'll fit right in with all of that shade because, you know, we like to, to dish out the shade ourselves here. What? <laughs> Kelsey, please. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week. We are going to break down this episode for you starting in three, two, one uh, honest tea. hello everybody and welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week we are of course back 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 again to discuss rupaul's drag race episode we're calling this one four and you know we're gonna break down everything that happened in this episode the girls reunited yes all the queens are together what did you all think of the moment that they met it was pretty crazy. It was fun to see Elliot hide and like let them be all shady um, to each other. So she's just like sitting there in a, like her little Vanjie stool, like waiting <laughs> for them to come. <laughs> I, de- I thought it was weird. I was like, you already know what they think about you. Like you already know. Why do you need to hear it again, girl? Like it's just gonna, you're just, you just want that moment to walk out and be like, gotcha, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's trying to stir this pot, you know, we get it. It makes for good television. Like clearly there's no reason that she was voted off. Like someone had to go, but do not come for the mother of the house of Iman because (laughs) I don't know if you've seen Pose, but you do not come after the mother of the house. 
listen, Elliot was trying it. And this is why I think Elliot is a real housewife because this is some shit you see on a reunion. It's like, it's totally unnecessary. Like Melissa said, you already know how the girls feel, but we're just digging in. We're just digging in. (laughs) It was fun, if not pointless. Yes, yes. (laughs) Like most things on Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's the next day in the workroom and the girls are all gathering around the table, figuring out who's single. And Candy is trying to win herself a man. (laughs) I just died. This was actually like a laughing out loud moment. My husband was probably like, what is going on in there? Because I was just like cackling. Don't chase (laughs) Don't chase the boys. It's inappropriate. Let them come to you. I get it, but let them come to you. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was definitely an experience to watch Joey run away from candy. (laughs) I would probably react the same way. (laughs) I'm like, oh god, candy's coming. (laughs) I thought it was cute. I like seeing that side of candy because a lot of people are putting candy into one box. So it was nice to see a little flirty, softer side, even if it was like, come here. Get in my belly. Her softer side is just dominating her prey, aka making them her husband. Yes. Yeah. She has at least two to three guys locked up back in New York, I'm sure. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I have to just uh, make a quick comment because um, I said Utica was so cute in the first episode and I am absolutely loving this look with her hair down, Um, you know, and the earring is just really doing it for me. So this is just more of a personal uh, validation uh, or if you also felt the same way, you can let me know in the DMs and we can just chit chat about it. (laughs) Utica is like one of my main I, I mean, I crush on everybody, everybody. I mean, I mean, you are all now crushed on. Uh, I, I have crushes on everybody, but Utica, for me, for whatever reason, is just the cutest. In drag, out of drag, I do not care. Mm. I want some of that. Yes. Yes. I love yeah. Utica, just the awkwardness of it all. Yeah. Maybe I that's love, what it like, is. I love that. I love her, like, innocent, like, talking heads, too. She's like, oh, this person was like, oh, they're trying to be, like, stuck up. And I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like working through Utica's thoughts with Utica. It's um, a very interactive experience, those talking heads. It really is. Um, so next, RuPaul walks into the room in his nice suit and pussy bow. No mini challenge this week, though. We're getting right into the zhuzh, everyone. Yeah, we Sorry. had to do our little like meet and greet with the queen seeing each other for the first time, so... No many this week. Yeah. And, and sorry, I guess I'm still rhyming from yesterday's episode. So, <laughs> oh, she's on fire. Yeah. If you haven't listened yet, make sure you go back and, and listen to the end too, because there's some really great haikus there. <laughs> yeah. Like deleted scenes from UK season two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, So the maxi challenge, you know, we're getting right into it. This week, the girls find themselves acting. They will be split into three teams to star in (laughs) non-Christmas holiday movies on the RuPaul Mark channel. Sorry, my uh, autocorrect is throwing me for a loop here. (laughs) (laughs) You should know you always have to go back and edit at least twice when the autocorrect um, attacks. (laughs) 
Well, I also like to write the notes and through um, voice memo or whatever it's called. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I get lazy and I'm like, bitch, dangerous. we need to get this thought out. <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> totally. Normally I can translate. I've gotten really good at that. But, you know, we we met, we didn't quite get there this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's me at least um, once an episode. So don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Normally, uh, there's a little bit more editing, but I don't know. We'll see how this goes because we're doing it more like lifestyle. Um, yeah, so the three teams, let's talk about them. Misery Loves Company. This is a Valentine's Day movie starring Denali, Elliot, Kamara, and Olivia Lux. So that's one team and movie. Uh, next, we have God Loves Flags starring Lala Ree, Rose, Simone, and Utica. Then uh, next, we will be celebrating April Fool's Day in April Fool's Rush In, starring Gottmik, Joey J, Candy Muse, Tamisha Iman, and last but not least, Tina Burner. Yes, Queen. So many Hallmark movies. So little time. <laughs> I know. RuPaul would it, have like a lifetime movie situation happening. Yeah, it's very um it's very RuPaul and very Hallmark channel to have a movie about Flag Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there was like one of the storylines wasn't like about shutting down the fact uh the fracking operation. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> deleted scenes. Just wait, they'll put them out later. Wow. <laughs> this is why Stoney's not in charge. <laughs> yeah. The shade. Big time. Strong. So uh, next, Kimura expresses her distaste for Elliot's voice. Oh my gosh. See, I knew this was going to be like a karmic situation happening. <laughs> I was like, girl, be nice. Just try to be nice. You don't have to say it on national television. That's still your sister. But hey, I guess they're sisters. Yeah, I kind of feel bad as somebody that also has a nasally voice. I don't approve. <laughs> I don't yeah, approve I of Kamara. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't I don't really get it. But I also don't really get Kamara. Kamara. So. <laughs> what is it, Kimora? Kamara. Kamara. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to make sure that you're putting the um, emphasis on the right syllable in the sentence. Oh, so Kamora. Yeah, Kamora. Kamora. No, Kamora. For us. Yeah. Kamora. <laughs> we'll get to that line later. <laughs> yes. Uh, then Rose says that. Um, Autocorrect oh, attacks. Auto again. Sorry, y'all. Then Rose <laughs> says that the. Theater queens will come out in this challenge. And basically she's saying it's between her and Tina Burner. And um, I have to say that Rosé's face scares me when they show her rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> Rosé was giving it her all because, okay, this is a member of Stephanie's child. So Sister Jan was the same way. Like, you're going to see my talent, miss. And that was the energy Rosé was giving. So Fully in character, going for it. I felt the energy. I love yeah. it. Yeah, they sing yeah, songs it. like Survivor and Independent Woman Part 2, if, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> all all the jams. But yeah, that energy was perfect. And also, you know Rosé is going to flex a little bit. She's got to show the queens what she's got in her tool belt. Just a peek. Well, especially since she's on the B squad. Mm. Yeah, come through B squad. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tina's so shady. <laughs> For real. I don't, I did not, uh, the previous episode, I don't remember who it was, had said that Tina was bitchy. And I, on Twitter, was like, I like Tina. She's fun. This episode, I don't know what it was, but that girl was drinking some mean tonic. And I was just like, can you just... Can you just go away? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. we don't go have take to... a nap. <laughs> yes. Go take a power nap, something, some special tea. Eat a Snickers. I don't know. That's it. Eat a Snickers, Aretha. Like, I'm just not like a, a Tina fan. I felt like she was mean to Elliot with two T's on the first episode. And then, like, she just seems like so shady, like, but not in like a fun way, like in a, like a mean spirited way. <laughs> yeah. And say... I definitely got that this episode mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because I mean, there is that like little shade group of of Tina, uh, Gottmik, and Candy. So I just can't imagine those three together. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we'll get to it, but it's like I don't know. Candy just better be careful because when she's gonna be like in the bottom again, like like if you're gonna throw out like shade to, to Elliot later or whatever, you know, just be careful because when you're in the bottom, you don't want that same type of energy coming towards you. And we saw how many tears Candy has released already. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I can already sense a Candy Muse and Elliot lip sync coming here in the next couple episodes. Uh oh. So we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not. I, I, you know, I was think I, I was the one last week that was saying, you know, I'm not totally turned off by Tina Burner. I didn't think she was bitchy or anything. However, like, <laughs> I, I still don't have a problem with Tina, but like, she's basically on thin ice with me. Yeah, we don't have to stir the pot all the time, you know. I really dislike it when anybody comes out and says, "I'm a pot stir. I'm just here to stir things up." Like, no, just yeah. like, yeah. don't announce it. At minimum. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tina would be terrible at Big Brother. Yeah. And also it's RuPaul's job to stir this pot. So like what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I'd better rather, watch out, RuPaul. I'd much rather root for somebody that just pops off when they get like attacked or something. You know what I mean? Like we don't need like the the villains coming for Queens. Mm-hmm. That's what Ru's for. <laughs> yeah. Ru's the always the villain. <laughs> um so then also we find out that utica has smoked weed and rupaul (laughs) is so tickled oh my gosh this reaction (laughs) took me out like holy shit like talk about a bad liar like you're trying but your parents have already clocked you and it's too late but you're still trying to serve the lie like this is what that was i wonder i wonder if that was because of like it is you know the whole what is she? Is she a Jehovah's Witness? Seventh Day Seventh Adventist. Day Adventist. Yeah. That's right. Um, so I wonder if it's part of that. She was like, oh, I can't. Yeah. Let everybody know I've smoked the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> watching. So. Yeah. so instead, she just keeps looking, which was hilarious. And Rue freaking lost it. And I love it. So that. funny. Like, Utica, pass the blunt. I would love to join you. <laughs> It's just like, look at her. Of course she Right, right. Come on. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Utica is just so funny because it's like every thought she has, it's just like you can see her visually thinking through everything. (laughs) And you're like, Utica is like such a strange person, but I like love her so much. So, (laughs) well, that's what sent Rue into that cackling frenzy that we love so much. Like it was all those facials that Utica was serving because... (laughs) 
some of us, you, we don't have to use words to communicate. And Utica is very fluent <laughs> in facial. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know her personal life, but she is pretty good with facials. Yeah. Oh, um, no. <laughs> too far. Sorry. I was going to do it. It Sorry, wasn't going to be me. This always happens to me. Someone had to. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think Yuriko is so smart too to keep playing on that because she saw like how RuPaul was like loving it. And like basically this is just RuPaul's make RuPaul laugh show. So, yeah. um, you know, you, you just got to keep playing it until Ru kind of cuts you off. Right. You just got to keep that flow going and your chances are probably much better. <laughs> yes, girl. Uh, so next, the girls, they all go into rehearsal and just a couple notes from the rehearsal. Um, I just wish they would have shown Tamisha's scenes from the rehearsal as like the whole scene from that like whole team. And then they just would have won. Like, you, all right, you girls, you're good. You're safe because of Tamisha. We're good. I hate that Tamisha was a little in her head about it because it like the final product was, I thought it was funny what Ross pulled out of Tamisha. So sometimes you just have to let go and trust the process, which I have a problem with sometimes. So I understand Tamisha. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's hard if you, I don't know, I'd get in my head because I'd be like, I'm not very good at this impression. And then like, you're just like worried that you're fucking it up the whole time. <laughs> yep. But she did it though. I mean, she she just kept doing it. Every time Ross would give her another direction, she would immediately mm -hmm. just do it. There was no like, oh, I think this will be dumb or I can't do it. She just yeah. did it. And I thought that was great. Like, that's what you got to do. It was so yeah. good. She's got to show these spring chickens she can hang. Yes, girl. And also from the rehearsals, Kimura cannot deliver her line. I was rooting for us. <laughs> Everyone knows the iconic Tyra moment. Like, I would have been so dramatic with that shit. I was rooting for us. Like, Kimura. <laughs> yeah. Kimura. And she, she knew that. She said it. Yes. Yeah. Also, what is with this bitch wearing like full hip pads and butt pads and a chest plate with like erect nipples to right. be in a green screen suit she was she was feeling the full fantasy she's like i'm on drag race if i'm gonna be a green screen there's gonna be some green screen titties under here yeah, I can't tell if like Kamora is just like really genius because she knew it would be funnier to like have that to be shown Ooh, in the rehearsal. Tea. Yeah, didn't I, help. Yeah, but it's I mean like in the in the final product, it's not going to help her out like to have that. But you know, just as the moment, I think that could be like really genius if that's if she did it on purpose like that. I mean, it was hilarious, but yes. she knew that Tyra Banks moment, and she still just could not. She just couldn't get it. Right. which no. is, is yeah. unfortunate to see and it was, sit through. It was right there, yes. And every every time she attempted, it was just so painful. It was like, okay, girl, let's go. Let's get it. Oh, you were so close. Yeah. Let's try to get, oh, oh. It kind of right. had those, Um, I think it was season 11 feels, the opulence oh, yeah. on everything. Like it had very much that vibe to me. Ooh, nice <laughs> I was recall. like, oh God. <laughs> Absolutely, nice recall. Yes. All right. So it's elimination day in the workroom and Candy has decided that her train runway look is just not going to work. So she has uh, she is having she is trying to fashion another look quickly with the help of Gottmik and Tina Burner. 
it's nice to have like that kind of support in the workroom because I guess the other girls had their stuff done so it's nice to have some extra hands especially with sewing I can only um hem some pants if I absolutely need to I don't know that (laughs) yeah I don't know how or if I can still do it but my mom taught me way back in the day (laughs) yeah so I that's good that she has like Tina there to help her because obviously Tina is the crafty queen so you can't say crafty oh my bad she's the polished she's the polished uh there we go yeah queen good job everybody (laughs) didn't really help her though no they should have told their sister that that wasn't really a train. It was just mm-hmm. a, a pretty dress thing, mm-hmm. which Candy looked great, but that was not a train. Yeah, she looked stunning, but with mm-hmm. the amount of style that like Tina Burner and Gottmik bring, they couldn't, I don't know, put some 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 jewels on that or something right? to make it pop. So I don't know. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fun fact on Twitter, Candy said that this was going to be her finale dress. No, she didn't. What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, was that rude? Maybe she <laughs> Wait. Maybe she was just like I'm not going to make it. Let's just use this now. <laughs> no. So, what happened to her like train dress? Like did she not bring one? I want to know what happened to her original out her original look. Yeah. Yeah. We might have Tell to check Instagram. Sometimes the queens will pop up on Instagram with this was what happened and this is the original look. You know how they love their photo shoots. So maybe we'll get a candy update. Or on Reddit. <laughs> you can find the answers there a lot. <laughs> Fuck that's fucking Reddit. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, so then we learned that Simone's first time in drag was actually going to prom. Loved it. Bad ass. I mean, I grew up in the north in Alaska. Um I never felt any like homophobic or that kind of energy towards the queens that were out in high school and doing drag and kind of dressing in gowns. But holy shit, how brave because you're in Arkansas. Like yeah. Alaska's just like this melting pot of bullshit, but Arkansas, like I count that as the south. So people yeah. are probably yeah. not having that down there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I grew up in New Hampshire and even my high school prom which was forever ago because i'm old (laughs) um was uh we had a couple that wanted to um cross dress for prom and they weren't allowed to Mm. our school said no wow yeah i couldn't even imagine so i don't (laughs) yeah being in arkansas that just seems like crazy to me but yeah isn't that the land of ted cruz same area i guess sort of i have no idea i don't know honestly i would could i any information about him has been permanently erased from my brain i just don't have the capacity no incinerated bitch it's gone yeah (laughs) if you have any tips though on him being the zodiac killer definitely drop them in our (laughs) inbox so yeah you have to have evidence you can't just be making shit up stupidest things i've ever heard but i love it Yeah, we're trying to break the crime here, girl. Yeah, no, Ted Cruz is secretly 80 years old. Yeah, we're we're half TFC pod, half unsolved mysteries. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. We finally solved who BB picked on her lipstick, and now we're on to our next crime. <laughs> so uh next we have Tamisha Iman talking about discovering that you know she's gay, uh, and that also her drag name came from her oldest biological daughter's name. 
I thought that was so sweet. And I um, I love hearing these stories on Drag Race because I feel like we don't get enough of these stories like um, in our queer media. Like we've seen shows like Transparent, of course, and other things here and there. But I love just that kind of reminder. It's like, hey, some people are just going through life, going through the motions, and then they figure it out later and it's okay. So I loved, loved, loved hearing this from Tamisha. Yeah, and like with Tamisha too, it's like, she's kind of like you know she's not the same generation as like a lot of these like 20 year old like kids basically on drag race she kind of reminds me of like the old school drag race seasons like Mm -hmm. i could definitely have seen her like around the same time tyra was on like tyra had a had a kid and stuff so it's just like different i mean i remember when i was like coming out in my 20s like i always met people at the bar that had like kids and stuff and it was like they weren't comfortable when they first like came out or when they were like trying to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely girl. It was um, a wild time back then, I suppose for Tamisha, like, but also if you notice, because this is the kind of person I am, she said her oldest daughter was turning 35 or the oldest child was turning 35. So Tamisha had like a kid when he was 18 or 15. I mean, 15. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Talk about life happening. Yeah. Or 14, maybe. I don't know. 14, 15. Either way, still too young to <laughs> be having damn children. <laughs> yes. Babe, babies having babies. That's right, girl. I hope um, they inherited her skin, though, because that right? bitch does not look a day over 25. Hello. For real. <laughs> I am just astonished by her every episode. Black don't crack, but it does oh sag. And whatever Tamisha's skin regimen is, I would love <laughs> the inside tea. Stunning. <laughs> yeah, I think Jamal would just suggest a neck elongation. <laughs> we'll start there. And then maybe a little bit of almond oil. There you go. Tips from <laughs> Jamal. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to switch up things a little bit today and talk about the runway looks before the break. So who do you think stood out to you on the runway um, category was trains, trains, trains across the board? Maybe. Um, Yeah. The train left the station. Midnight trains going to Georgia. (laughs) I don't know. I like that one. (laughs) I loved Simone. Like, holy shit. Way to think outside of the box. Like, it is a huge part of um, Black culture do-rag. So if you don't know, it's it's usually just to protect your hair. If you have, like, a cotton pillowcase, for example, that can actually pull our hair out because it's so coarse and it gets stuck and it just will get stuck in your pillow. It's happened to me. Believe me, it's real. So um, satin pillowcases, things like do-rags, that's why you hear and see a lot of that in the culture. And way to bring this to the RuPaul's Drag Race stage in such a manner paired with that jumpsuit and just the attention to styling and detail there. Simone is not playing with y'all. She is not playing with y'all and they need to be careful. Was stunning. Like she came out, I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but (laughs) holy shit. (laughs) Like it was amazing and not like anything I feel like we've seen on the runway before, which is what I'm looking for. Like, I don't want the same old thing. Like Elliot's look was gorgeous, but like, I felt like I had seen it before. And I was just kind of like, you know, and that's, that's one thing I really love about Simone is like every look she's given us has been something completely different that we don't normally get. So it's just like her ability to like think outside of the box and 
have these different looks is really awesome. Um, I also enjoyed um, Denali's look. Yes. I thought yes. that was really fun. This like, runway was all about Denali for me. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> what did you like about it? I love, well, I mean, just the crafting on this look is just so beautiful. Like so the way the feathers are, um, I guess you'd say styled or molded. Or, Ostrich, you know, for the darling. Top. <laughs> oh yes, yes, oh, yes. Did, did not chicken feathers. No. <laughs> she made sure we knew, and yes, the feathers were laid proper. Yes. Take notes, Joey J. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, for so for the corset, the in the shoulders, the 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 feathers, they were molded so well, they were styled so well, and then the bottom train part of it, it just flows like it's just so mm. beautiful. Like I just don't in the hair, the wig. Also, I loved the wig, uh, styled very well. It's just yeah. like this is a perfect, perfect look, and we to kind of tease you to the end of the show. I think her runway look should have landed her not in the bottom two. Yeah, this was a fierce look and it felt so effortless. So um, yeah, I think they just wanted to shake Denali a little bit just to make sure she wasn't getting too comfortable. But um, yes, that look was everything. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like too, they wanted to like stick her down with Kimora because it's a whole drama like, oh, we're like Chicago sisters. Oh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so. But um. Kamora's uh, <laughs> look was also stunning. I, I am not oh, yes. her biggest fan. I mean, I'm sure she's very nice, but on the show, I haven't been her biggest fan. But that that dress with the gold, obviously a terrible choice if she was going to have to lip sync. And she probably should have thought of that. Yeah. Um, but it was stunning. I just thought it was gorgeous. Um, and then Utica as well. I think taking something that not a lot of younger people might understand the reference to. I always love to see that, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, she's obviously said it, um, but right. I'm going to guess a lot of people that watch the show were like, Carol Burnett. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You're so right. I saw it on Twitter this morning. <laughs> like who? <laughs> it's like, if y'all don't do a Google. Yeah. It's little Edie all over again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But it's also sort of a nod to season two with the curtain challenge. Yes. Mm. I was thinking that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her outfit was really beautiful. Lots of good looks this time. What do we think about? Um, well, actually, I, I kind of want to talk about this other queen next because I think uh, she was in the top and that would be Gottmik. I really like this sort of like Victoria's Secret fashion show, you know, like with almost like the wings and mm. the sort of like trans pride flag moment of sorts. I love how playful Gottmik is. You don't really know what Gottmik is going to serve either. So when the runway happens, it's just like, oh, yes, that's fabulous. And yeah. every week it's just like, yes. So hopefully she keeps serving this, these looks for us. Yeah. She seems to be a big fan of that kind of flowing, almost liquid looking fabric. And I, I'm a sucker for that. Mm -hmm. anytime I see that anywhere I'm just like oh it's amazing it's like magic <laughs> and she I brought her that. own wind like come on yes <laughs> such a power I, move <laughs> I yes. could have done without that but it didn't hinder the look at all either I don't know I just thought the way that the look was constructed it was just gonna float in the wind regardless when she was walking I don't know it was just the way she, the way she had it flowing was just so good mm-hmm um, I also enjoyed Olivia's. I just like the kind of artiste moment about it all. So um, Olivia, keep doing it. They see you, girl. Don't get discouraged. Olivia's just so sweet. 
Like I that's know. just, I just want all good things. Yes. For her. Absolutely. No one be mean to her. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Don't you come for Olivia. Yeah. Or, or we'll destroy you. <laughs> you know who else I really liked is Joey J's look, that long tongue that was pierced. Oh, that was a, yeah. that was a fun moment. Cause it took me a little bit. Well, of course, when he turned around, you could see the mouth, but I was like, oh, wait, come back, come back. Yeah. I, yeah. Joey J doesn't do it for me. I don't know what it is. I didn't dislike the look. I mean, she's stunning. It mm-hmm. was creative, but like, eh. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> I don't like, know what it is. Yeah. I have the same thing. Like she'll have like really good looks and then other ones I'm kind of like, uh, but like, I thought this one was cool. I still don't understand. Like I don't wear wigs because like she keeps wearing them. So <laughs> Girl, well, she, she had to wear a wig. I mean, she wasn't get sent home if she didn't. She had to wear one this week. She read that message loud and clear. Like, that's that's cute and all, but mix it up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I I like this look. I'm not like a Joey J stan or anything, but um, but yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't it was a good look, so I have to acknowledge the look that was done well. We'll give the girls their flowers where they are due. Mm-hmm. Yes. Another great look was uh, Tamisha Aman in this little uh, pink negligee of sorts. <laughs> she just always just drips class. Yes. Yeah. And like, she made it. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, sewing challenge. Like she made this. Like Tamisha is not here to play either. So we'll get to Untucked later, but I'm not. She's observing all right because she's pulling out these looks right when we need to see them. And she's making sure we remember her. Definitely. Um, what do we think of Tina Burner's? Like, I don't think it was bad, but it just didn't really do much for me. Eh. That's how I feel. Like, yeah. I didn't need those things hanging off the arms. I don't know why that was necessary. Like, we don't need forearm and tricep trains. I know. Like, it was almost just like <laughs> two on the nose for me or something. Like, and also with Tina Burner, like the color scheme she uses, I just, I'm not feeling it a lot of times. Like, it's always just like, I feel like I'm at like a McDonald's playground or something. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, don't go in the ball pit. <laughs> Tina Burner is hiding in there. <laughs> Pops out like Pennywise. Ah! <laughs> we all flew down here. Uh, it's like oh, I don't want to no. go on the train, Tina. Like I don't want to go. It's slow and it's boring. No. It's definitely yeah. not COVID safe. I can't fit in the seat. Yeah. I, I feel no. like her, her looks often look costumey. Yeah, yeah, and like they're fun, but mm-hmm. they don't. I don't know. There isn't that polish there for me. Yeah, look- they all give me like ringmaster energy, but, which I love a ringmaster. Mm. But how else can we do it, Tina? Like I feel like she has. I mean, she's like the campy queen, like like Nina West or whatever, but it's just, I don't know. It's like with Nina, I really enjoyed a lot of her looks. I mean, she had some bad ones too, but um, <laughs> I don't know. With Tina, I'm just not feeling it yet. And, you know, if I had to pick a mode of transportation, I think I would take Thomas the Tank Engine over <laughs> the Tina Burner. Yeah. And I don't know if that train has a club car. I'm in. Hey, yeah. yes. Same. Which one has wine? Say, the one with the club car yeah i'm going in that one girl yeah. first class baby make it a double <laughs> um what about rose in this blue loofah moment right i was struggling to remember what she wore which is probably bad 
Yeah, it's it's um basically just like a blue it looks like a blue pantsuit with um a loofah train. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she I, said she loved the 80s. Yeah, I liked where she was going with it, but I feel like the judges probably would have appreciated it more if it were bigger. Like mm. go full out with it, maybe some editing on the back of the suit because it did look like you're just putting a couple of paper dolls together. And it's like, yeah. look, yeah. we're doing non-binary disco in the 80s. That's what, like, when Michelle was like, it looks, like, it really hit me when Michelle said, it looks like you just have, like, an attachment to, a, like, a suit. Right. But I was like, yeah, that actually is true. I mean, a lot of the girls <laughs> had the attachments, like, around their hips, but I feel like Rosé probably could have taken advantage of that because we were like, oh, are we getting a dress in the back or is it just a suit with... A bunch of tool on the back it just needed some editing to tell the story a little better yeah and then another like okay look for me was olivia lux i don't think it was like this is another one where i don't think it was bad but it just mm -hmm. didn't like stand out to me i like um i appreciate olivia's theme like she definitely like likes to play up that she's an artist and um i thought it was cute definitely not top top but i enjoy olivia so i'm a little biased bias yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Safe. I mean, she smiles and I'm in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, she's smiling. Aww. You're in the top now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And then finally, we have Lala Ree. And I just appreciate how all of her runway outfits come COVID safe. Uh, you know, face mask every time. <laughs> yeah, girl. She's like, I'm taking this like COVID thing seriously. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't like this one. I don't I I don't know why. I really disliked it. Like I, Yeah, I feel the same way. Like I wanted to like it. I love animal print, but this just wasn't the execution, I guess. It just wasn't doing it for me. Same. Like I don't know, it's just a little boring to me. Sorry, Lala. Sorry, Lala. I think, well, we'll get there. Anyways, <laughs> let's go ahead and just take a quick little breaky break here and then we'll come back and discuss the RuPaul Mart channel movies yeah sounds good hey everyone thanks for listening to our podcast so far thanks for coming right now we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again while you wait here's some things that you should check out yeah remember everyone you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on twitter facebook and instagram oh and one more thing you're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are back, back, back again. Of course, we're going to discuss all of the movie trailers we've seen here today on the RuPaul Mark Channel movie roster. Yes, I am all for a movie marathon. So I had my popcorn ready, low-carb popcorn. Not as fun, but still good. Yeah, and your Smirnoff <laughs> Ices. <laughs> yes, our cheerleader beer, as my um, cousins like to call them. I no. think that's very rude. It's very rude. <laughs> but Yeah, get, get your Mike's Hard Lemonade and Wine Coolers out because we're going to be watching some Hallmark movies, girl. Yes. Truly's all that, except I'm drinking Makers this afternoon. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're also th the same scenes like three times, so it's going to be super fun to talk about. <laughs> But they all touch on like pretty iconic moments in gay culture. So testing the queens to see who picked up on that was interesting, in my opinion. Yeah, clearly we found out, you know, um, uh, uh, Tamisha is not gay. because She does not like Cher. 
So I, my head was exploding when she's like, I like Cher. And we're like, okay, what are five songs? But and don't I'm do believe. Like, but I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, this, this bitch. See? <laughs> I felt the same way. With any. <laughs> I felt the same way. Like, you can't say that shit to RuPaul like that. Like, you're going to kick here or whatever, but you better be prepared. She said, and don't say believe. Crickets, yeah. crickets. <laughs> I'd be like, okay. I don't know shit about Cher. I can name you 20 Janet Jackson songs, but I'm going to do my best, mother. But let's just test out who who has the best memory here. What were the three divas that Tamisha Iman would rather have portrayed? Patti LaBelle. One, Na- okay. Natalie Cole. Yeah, number yeah. two. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. It wasn't Diana Ross, was it? Nope. No, that's too obvious. It was not. Oh shit. Um, I can't. I've got stoner brain. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that I guess familiar. <laughs> I'll just make this easy. the The third and final one was Gladys Knight. Oh, oh of course, duh. Queen Gladys and the Pips. Yes, although they were all. separate. Gladys Knight and Gladys Knight and the Pips are two separate entities. Children. So- Moral of the story is yeah. don't tell Rue you have any talents because she'll test you on it <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> oh, just really? Don't, don't just just don't say you're a fan of someone that maybe you're not. It's like <laughs> a, another callback with the when they had to do the fan groups and it was the Mariah Carey one. And yes. they knew literally nothing about Mariah Carey. It's like, <laughs> why do you do this? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, like how offensive to the lambs everywhere. <laughs> oh, you're good at math. What's the square root of 49? <laughs> <laughs> wait seven. emotional breakdown <laughs> yeah for real all right let's get into the scenes here first up let's discuss misery loves company you know i have a few questions here that i wrote down why did they make kimura's head on this large ass tree so small there's uh, so many questions in general about this this skit i i it's don't so know. random like <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. It was just like so awkward the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. I did not understand the joke. Is there some sort of culture thing I'm missing with making her a tree? (laughs) I felt the same way. Like, why was she a tree? I have no idea. I feel like it was just so that we could be like, like the Tyra quote, basically. Oh, when Tyra was was rooting for you. Yeah. They started with that and then just worked backwards. How can we make it a pun? Make her a tree? I could see that. I see now. (laughs) Also, were the good editors out on COVID break or what? I mean, the green screen action here was not (laughs) very good. It was Uh... really bad. (laughs) Yeah. This is not a reflection on the Queens. No. But what is a reflection on the Queens is Kimora's wooden performance. (laughs) (laughs) Wooden. I don't I don't know what wasn't connecting. Like I just I have no idea why she couldn't get it there. She had two lines. Two yeah. lines. three lines. I think she had three lines. If you can't get your lines, you just make like a tree and leave. All right, I gotta go. I can't. <laughs> you didn't know what you were signing up for, did you, Melissa? <laughs> Um, my other question about this scene is why did Elliot pause so much in weird spots while reciting her lines? Listen, Elliot was, Elliot got lucky. I think Elliot's runway made them safe, even though like I agree with Stoney, it looked like Deandra's mom from Real Housewives of Dallas, <laughs> that evil bitch with that blonde wig who um, won't share anything with her daughter. <laughs> like, 
at all nothing but that was totally her but um she got by because i didn't feel like elliot was very memorable Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to hate on elliot but i'm just like there could have been more compared to the talent that's around you and what was going on yeah i mean there was like a lot of awkward pauses i felt like and really none of her parts were funny it was just like it seemed like this character like why is this character even here or what's their purpose right (laughs) because they didn't even get backstory on her character it's just like all of a sudden she was just lurking in the background of a scene and now she's in it yeah all we got was you're cupid like that's your job or something Mm -hmm. i'm paraphrasing (laughs) (laughs) yeah she was not given much to do at all Mm mm-mm yeah so uh this scene i guess i don't know it was not my favorite <laughs> no was this who was the uh, main character in this one Denali. was it Denali? and the tree one wasn't that simone no that was with the gnome mm. never mind yeah because Denali was the bird or not the bird she was the bird on the runway but Denali was oh um, yeah, yeah yeah she was the taking over the rose factory or something yeah the love yeah they're all the same so it's very difficult yeah (laughs) i'm sorry listeners like i swear like i don't know everything's blending we've been doing this for a while but denali definitely had you know for lack of a better phrase balls cojones ovaries whatever for wanting that big role even though she was like oh shit what did i do because that's a lot of responsibility so she got through it but that's kind of the risk of taking that part sometimes is you might get landed in the bottom if you don't serve it Mm -hmm. enough, you know? I really love Denali. And this is one of the reasons why, like she really screwed herself over on this, but the fact that she's like, I uh, not the best actress, but like, I'm going to challenge myself and do this. And then of course she saw how many lines she (laughs) she was (laughs) like, Oh shit. Um, I'm doing a lot of highlighting. Like she, considering how bad some of the acting was on this Mm -hmm. episode and in past acting challenges, like Mm -hmm. she was not anywhere near the worst that's been on. So like, I really respected her for taking that risk because that was a big risk. I totally agree. I love to see a hungry queen and Denali has been giving that energy from the start. So this is just who Denali is. And you know, she's probably going to come through and fuck some shit up later in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this is just like a. I feel like this isn't like a bottom level performance. I feel like this is at least safe, or or maybe yeah. like it can be low safe or whatever. But regardless, it's. I think she should be safe and not have been in the bottom two. I one hundred percent agree. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, same girl. I was annoyed. <laughs> yes, uh, let's talk about God loves flags. What did you think of this scene? I think Lala was a little in her head. Um, that's just the nerves, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an actor or anything. I, I can probably say that I would have been this way. I wouldn't want to purposely, but you just kind of retreat sometimes when you're out of your comfort zone and it's hard to push through. And I think that Lala was having trouble kind of finding her footing. How do I make this Lala and still serve these lines? She yeah, this great, is like though. Lawrence Cheney in the rats, the rusical situation yeah. yeah i agree melissa she looks snatched like lala re can get it and drag <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> i thought rose's character was just kind of weird like i don't see the brilliant acting that they said we saw but i don't think she was bad um also 
the the horrible green screen editor here like that why was she just touching the dam or the dike i guess it was called uh <laughs> why was she touching the dike <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. I also feel like there were some really great like lines and stuff we saw in rehearsal that we didn't see in like the finished product that I think mm-hmm. would have been really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely took out the where's my bong line from Utica. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Utica. I know. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. How, how can she be that funny and then perform so averagely? Right? They're selling her so short on the season. It's so upsetting. <laughs> They better leave Utica alone because I'm like, you know, the talent's there and then you cut out like the good parts. Like why even make them say it if it's not going to make the final cut? Some of these right. things. Yeah. It's 2021. Right. Like we can talk about bongs and smoking weed. It's fine. Because literally like Rue asked her as she had smoked weed in the talking head. So like, why can't she say bong? Right. Yeah. That's weird. Weird. Um, yeah, Simone did a really great job as Red Flag. Uh, <laughs> factory, you know, in the factory, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Like, so yeah, I was just like, it was like this whole like executive, like business lady. She had it down pat, like, I'm just going to fire all you bitches at the factory. <laughs> yes, she made really choices. good scene. <laughs> she did. This was a better scene than the first one, mm-hmm. um, definitely. But last we have April Fool's Rush In. What do we think of this one? You know, I have to give Candy her flowers. She was funny. Like uh, she really I love how she just took that part. Like it I agree with the girls. It, that was risky. I'd be like, bitch, who do you think you are? What if I wanted that role? But yeah. I appreciate the confidence. We mm-hmm. just need to learn when to turn it down a little bit and share so we and- can get a little further. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Got Nick had the perfect take on that, which was, yeah, girl, get it. But also, like, I don't think that's how this works. Yeah. yeah. But I guess get it. Like, it was it was a, a you know, a bold move and it, it worked for her. Obviously, she knew as soon as she saw the part. Oh, yeah, I can nail this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I do think it was one of the easier parts to just get to go out yeah. there and act stupid. Yeah, yeah, she said it herself. She, at. <laughs> yeah, she said, this is me. Like, I have to take it. It was like, all right, yeah. girl. But they are looking for, like, growth and evolution. So Candy did a good job. But, you know, luckily they did not ask to see more. Yeah. I think Joey J kind of faded into the background, like, pretty forgettable in this scene. Who who did she play? She- she was the one in the factory that was like shocking, yeah. using like the little shocking thing and doing all the silly things. That's this was right. a totally right. new experience for Joey. Like I could feel that they just really did not know what was going on. Like if they had a better yeah. idea of where they were supposed to be looking, which I'm sure they tell them. Understand her choices either in the yeah. role. Like she was playing them kind of like uh older Catherine Hepburn mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I didn't yeah. get it I was just kind of like why like I get when you use the shocker that happens but I didn't understand why she was doing that yeah and the whole like, scene right right and it's very like sitcom too so be very exaggerated make sure like they said look past the camera but you still need to find the camera so I think that Joey was having trouble juggling all of the elements of the situation. And like, I did yeah. think she did like fade into the background, like you said, but I, I also think that she 
did well enough to where it wasn't like she like screwed up anything on her lines. It wasn't, there wasn't like awkward pauses I felt like in the final product. So mm -hmm. with like everyone else, not everyone else, but like with Kimura doing so badly and a few <laughs> others. Yeah. Joey's takes yeah. very quick transitions, mm -hmm. but not bad. Yeah, I really, no... oh, go, go for it. <laughs> I was going to say, I really did enjoy, um, got mixed performance one of the other queens pointed out that she was giving uh joan cusack and adam's family values and as soon as they said that i was like yes and i feel like a lot of that was taken out of like their actual scene mm -hmm. but from what we saw in the rehearsals i was just like living for it because i mean joan cusack and adam's family values is like right. iconic <laughs> totally I adore it so i was just like yes and i loved her and i love the facial expression she was pulling yes i appreciate how Gottmik just goes for it too like you have to just not care you just have to go for it and you're probably going to do a good job um also tamisha just you know of course stole every scene that she was in <laughs> <laughs> it was so interesting like hearing them later talk about how they just didn't feel like they didn't enjoy watching themselves because I thought the whole thing was very funny. I'm like, oh, look at this black share, like so dramatic. Like <laughs> look at what Ross pulled out of Tamisha because she was totally doubting herself. And the final product was hilarious in my opinion. Yeah, it was definitely unexpected. I was really worried for her like at first and then like what Ross like got her to do, it just like turned out really great. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know we've said it before, but I really feel like the Jasmine Masters like effect, you know, sort of thing oh, here yeah. where Tamisha's just so funny, but doesn't realize that she's funny. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, it's just, that's just like who Tamisha is and it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, her, her talking head segments are some of the best. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, Tina Burner was just there, so. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel like she did what she could with the role. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what she could have done more to like push it that, that much further, you know what I mean? Yeah, she was going for it. Like, I yeah. definitely got snooty businesswoman vibes. I agree. I don't know what more she could have done. Yeah, yeah it I just am not seeing the actor that I thought I was going to be seeing. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh -oh. <laughs> Seth's here to read. Yeah. But I I also don't think that um uh Rose was like this brilliant actor, as they said, but um I don't know. It is what it is. Thoughts and prayers to their <laughs> acting careers or whatever. I don't know. Hey, okay. <laughs> Rose went for it. You leave Rose alone. She committed to that part and it she glued boots yeah. to her knees. That's right. <laughs> and it paid off. You leave Rose and her bowl cut alone. All right, girl. We will, with peace and love, move on. <laughs> so <Namaste>. after <laughs> Namaste, motherfuckers. Uh, um, so after some strange deliberation. Rue makes some uh, loud, strange, guttural yell. I just have to bring out, you know, <laughs> give my props to Lonnie Love in this moment because she's just like, okay. <laughs> and then they kept it in. And I'm like, fuck yes. This is so great. I, I'm, I have to go back and rewatch. Maybe I'll put it on our Instagram because I totally missed that. Yeah, she kind of just went, <laughs> like, and put her hand out. And then that was it. I was making sure I didn't drop my coffee. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That scared yeah. the shit out of me this morning. 
I just want to thank whatever editor late uh, left in that uh, Lonnie Love clip. You know, you are the true MVP of this editing team. So props to you. Yes. Um, so then uh, Simone, she wins the challenge for the second week in a row that she has competed in. She's on fire, my fantasy team. Yeah. Worry about the worry about these girls though that start off at yeah, the top because that they have farther to fall. That's very yeah. true. Hopefully she can keep that energy up. Yeah. Yeah, come like, through team nowhere to go but down. <laughs> yeah, that's like a lot to live up to now because I feel like she's going to like if she's not at the top, like she's going to have like an Alaska style meltdown, <gasps> like if she's in the bottom or something. No, Simone would never. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that I see that from Simone, but yeah, I don't Alaska think I see Alaska is a little bratty and entitled. Oh my God, it's such a bratty, but such maybe a brat. like just like, I don't know, like shaken. She is like shooketh, like <laughs> being you, in the bottom. Did you hear that interview recently where Alaska said that they told her if she hadn't had that temper tantrum, that she wouldn't have won all stars? What? Because hmm? no. they were, I guess it like showed more range or something for her. What? It made me like want to root for Katya, like when that happened. Right. I mean, I always root for Katya, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting that I that's something. I that, though something new i found out <laughs> wow ew well thanks for sharing the tea alaska yes girl <laughs> uh so that means the bottom two are denali and kamora uh kamora kamora <laughs> you gotta get that you gotta get that in there you have to say it with your full chest. Yes. <laughs> if you're not getting phlegm in your throat when you say it, you're pronouncing it incorrectly. Yeah. There that... should be a little acid reflux. <laughs> yeah. That bitch did not move. Can I just say, like, what? I'm... <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, please just stop. Like, she's dead already. Please stop. I, <laughs> I was like... There's nobody to carry her around the stage. What is she going to do? <laughs> Joey should have ran up there and be like, I'm carrying you, Kamora. It was yeah. like watching the Discovery <laughs> Channel, bitch. I was like, listen, the seal is just taking its little ass time, just getting the fish in the water. And here comes this polar bear just destroying your shit, just slaying your ass. <laughs> I like, mean, come on. We had to do something. I would have picked up that train. That shit would have been balled up in my arms. You would have gotten something, something. from me. Something like and using the excuse oh like my train is heavy and i can't move in this dress and it's like you know this is a possibility so you need yeah. to be prepared in an outfit that you can either change like uh, -huh. uh like denali did where she kind of ripped off the train mm -hmm. yeah um or that you can move in because she i mean she was very graceful and elegant mm -hmm. and beautiful um but denali was just like shooting off fireworks like yeah he was going cat full, kitty cat kitty cat yeah like out Rue could not take her eyes off of Denali. Like you could see her. She's trying to like look over to mm -hmm. Kimura, make sure she's giving the Queens like an adequate amount, but she just kept, yep. she just kept, kept going back. back. Yeah, you know, the Queens back. in the back were looking at Denali too. Oh, it, it was amazing. It was so yeah. good. It was she's, so good. I have to give Denali her props because I, sometimes the cocky Queens, it can go either way. Like you hate them or you love them, but this is a queen who earns that energy. Like I can see absolutely why Denali is who Denali is. It's because 
they're not afraid to work and get dirty and look a little ugly and perform and it's it worked for her in the end and Kimora I don't think it was her time I'm glad that we got to know her a little more but girl think about RuPaul like a lot of RuPaul's looks the bottom comes off so she can sit on that judging panel for however long they film I didn't even ever think of that yep yeah that was like yeah I don't know it just blew my mind stunts stunts oh my god television (laughs) it was just like I don't know I kind of felt bad for Kimora because it was like it was literally a massacre like (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever been like beaten so badly or you just knew like immediately like this is well Charlie Hyde's Valentina oh I'd like to leave it on please I guess that's true it's just it was such like a it was such a contrast, I guess, in style yeah. that you're just yeah. like, what is going on? It, it was tough. It was rough to watch. It, like I said, it was like, she's dead already. Can we yeah. like, end it early? <laughs> like a mercy killing, please. Yeah. Take old Yeller out back, you know? <laughs> so You can't shoot the bitch. Okay? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite part is when she's like, man, I got to try something. And she just like slowly starts to meander around the stage. <laughs> like, like, she's like literally she tried. slithering around the stage. Again, beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, definitely. She needs to talk um, to big sister Jada. Yes. Before they tour. Have to, yeah, they have to have a real good heart to heart. Yeah. Um, so Denali stays. Of course, she deserved that one. Uh, I don't think she should have been in the bottom, but at least she's still here, yeah. uh, which means Kamora has to sashay away. Uh, R.I.P. Kamora. I am sure you're doing more than two shows a month now. Um, dump your boyfriend if they're still insecure. <laughs> um, you're fabulous. The boyfriend. I can't with that. Yeah. Rude. Such you deserve better. This is the, it's such bullshit. Right? Those are not your therapy invoices. Make them pay for that show. Your boyfriend's prettier than you in every way. Get over it. (laughs) Right? Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I feel like this is kind of who people were thinking we're going to get out first. So, um, our streak Not is surprised. broken. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I was wrong about a lot of people mm-hmm. on the season. Like we just didn't get a good sense of who they were in the Meet the Queens. Yeah. But now that we're like getting to know them better, like I probably would have picked differently. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Clearly, because I'm in last place. Speaking of which, Stoney, do you want to update us on the Fantasy League? And maybe I've come back a little bit. Yeah, so after four full episodes, finally somebody's going to leave. Um, <laughs> Yeehaw. So after four episodes, Seth, unfortunately, you're in last place with 30 points. Ooh. <sighs> A girl can dream. But the good news is because Kamora has gone, you get Tamisha Aman because she was not picked. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so. Fuck yes. What? Y'all suck. You're going down, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> God damn it. Well, that was a change in tone. Right. Bye, Kamora. (laughs) Moving on up to the east side. Here's your goodie bag. Talk to you later. (laughs) So then I'm in second place with 80 points. And then Jamal's in first with 110 points. Come through, Simone. Let's do it, bitch. I'm feeling really good. Sorry. I'm just still really happy right now. (laughs) 
that I got to Misha. <laughs> I mean, I that's a large spread you have to recover, though. <laughs> hey, me and Tamisha, we got this, girl. I'm going to blame this. I'm blaming Jamal for this, because if you remember, I said, do not pick La La Ri, and Jamal decided to pick La I La wasn't Ree. sure. I did not want a no-neck monster on my team. Well... <laughs> choices i said what i said (laughs) choices for real (laughs) all right you all just to have a very short discussion about candy muses untucked this is of course the the part of the show where candy muse interviews and talks over everybody um what did you guys think oh man i have you like you do you like the host of untucked i have to be honest here this is like when I'm in a group of people, I have to make sure that I'm not the one talking all the time. Like it's a lot of work to uh, make sure I'm not talking over people. I've had a lot of practice. I'm much better at it than Candy is. <laughs> but I don't okay. think that they realize that they just kind of bulldoze over everybody, like in the moment. Like let your sister speak, hear them. I get that she's engaging, but it's nice to kind of hear from others and kind of share, share the moment. Don't hog it. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know with candy. It's like, I'm surprised. Like she, it seems like she's trying so hard to get into a fight. Like, and right now, like nobody's giving it back to her. So I feel like either I don't know. I feel like it's going to happen in a couple episodes because you can't just keep talking shit, girl. They're picking up people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I want to know if there's some feelings here between Rosé and Denali because they're sort of like, oh, you can't leave. Oh, I need you to stay here for me. And they're like, call me by your name. And then they're like, <laughs> Denali. They <laughs> <like> better- Rosé. <laughs> They better talk to um, Van G in Brooklyn. Sister Dick makes you sick. Yeah, that didn't work out, did it? It did not. <laughs> but I don't know. I still feel like there's something there. I do too. <laughs> I'm the romantical inside of me. I'm just like, oh yes, love's a story. I felt that energy as well. It just didn't so work out because they were in two different places in their life. They'll <laughs> they'll reconnect later when they're ready. That's yes, true. Girl. Brooklyn wanted to be a whore and Vanjie was like, love me. Which I mean, if I looked like Brooklyn, I'd want to be a whore too, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally. <laughs> And then um, we just have to end this episode talking about Utica vibing out outside in Untucked. <laughs> what did you catch that? that moment? Yeah, I saw her <laughs> melting into the concrete. She's like, ah, ah. Yeah, I was like, what's going on, girl? <laughs> was, she, was she having a cigarette or was she enjoying the fresh air? No, she was just feeling the sun rays hitting her skin. Oh, the That's vitamin D. All the uh, weed that she's not smoking. That's what that was. <laughs> Did they let her smoke to get into character or? <laughs> Listen, I would be in mourning too if I didn't have any around. <laughs> yes, girl. I don't know. I was just living for that little moment there. So I thought it was enough to to bring up, you know, in our little podcast. We love Utica. Utica, keep doing Utica. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I guess we've reached the end of this podcast. Thank you again for Melissa coming on the show. Yay. You know, uh, we enjoyed having you here, of course, and we hope to come on to your show as well. Yes. 
So, um, yeah, make sure you all check out the Drunk Dish podcast. We'll put their info down below. And uh, you'll, you'll certainly have fun listening to their show. It's such a blast, listeners. Like, <clears throat> I'm always talking about how behind I am on podcasts. And <laughs> I keep up with the ladies of Drunk Dish. What a good time. Like, once COVID's over, I'm renting a cabin and I'm visiting the other <laughs> corner of the United States. Oh. <laughs> Yes, yes, News yes, to yes, Stoney. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, bitch. I'm ready to get out. Okay. Thank you so much. Let, uh, wait, we live for your takes every episode. I'm like, what's Jamal gonna say? Uh, how bitchy is she this week? We don't know. What's gonna happen? <laughs> but um, but yeah, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and leave reviews for both of our podcasts you know it really helps everyone to find them and then if you're having fun i'm sure you want other people to have fun so i don't know leave your review or whatever yeah do it already Jeez. do you come on if Share doing you love. means just unloading praise all over us then. <laughs> that's yeah. right i love i'm that very story. lonely i need reviews <laughs> hard same yeah <laughs> All right, you all. Well, we will be back next week on Tuesday, of course, with more RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So until then, bye. 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 <laughs> oh, that was cute. I'm leaving that in. You're fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What's Whatever, sentence? right? It's just yeah. your future, right? Fuck it. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. And together we make up the Drunk Dish podcast. Love history, love food, love getting absolutely fucking blitzed. Then Drunk <laughs> Dish is the podcast for you. Every episode, we explore the quirky and sometimes dark side of food history, adding political commentary and our own flair for the dramatic. And every episode, we try a new drink and learn the history of our favorite cocktails. <laughs> and we drink while we do it. Find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope that you listen to us soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>